Hello and welcome to Find Your Fire with John V. Denley. Hello, 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 and welcome to uh, my next podcast. I've lost track, I think it's podcast six. I could be wrong. Um, it's John Denley here from uh, Find Your Fire, of course. And uh, today's podcast uh, is all about the um, bullshit stories you have inside your head that stop you from getting what you want. There's a famous quote uh, from um, Jordan Belfort, who is the Wolf of Wall Street. If you've seen that movie, then uh, you'll know who that guy is. And uh, his quote is, the only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't achieve it. Now, we all have these um, stories inside our heads that tell us why we can't do things. And I certainly have enough of them <laughs> to keep everybody happy. Um, so uh, this is definitely one of those uh, scenarios where it's um, uh, information that I'm still working on myself. I had a session with my coach, Vicky Henderson, um, earlier this week and uh, um, it came out during that session as well that uh, there are still bullshit stories inside my head. The interesting thing though is that quite a lot of the time we don't recognize that we have those stories inside our heads because as you'll have heard from previous um, episodes uh, we've been programmed by our uh, friends and family and uh, sorry by our parents, our friends at school, our religious leaders and our teachers as to how we should behave and what's the right way of thinking. And in an earlier episode, I talked about um, how as children we're told to not talk to strangers, which is great when you're a child, but not so great when you're an adult. That's an example of one of those kind of things. <clears throat> and of course we have subconscious stuff. So it's quite often that we, we don't even know that there's a story inside our heads that's telling us that we can't do things. Um, but it's not until we recognize that that story is there uh, and make a choice to make a change about it uh, that we can do anything about it. Um, so I wanted to give a, a few sort of anecdotal stories about my own personal life and some of my own struggles, as well as picking up on a couple of other things that I saw in the last uh, day or so since I thought about um, posting this podcast today. Um, in fact, just this morning as I was uh, preparing to come out into the forest, oh, that was another good point. I was just talking to my, uh, uh, my VA, uh, Kylie Jones, earlier on as well, and uh, I was saying that I was out in the forest recording my podcast, and she said, what? What are you doing there? And I said, well, I always do it out in the forest because part of my 15 pillars is to get out into nature, do some exercise, um, disconnect from the world for a little bit. And so I am sitting in the middle of a forest right now, or a little wood actually, recording this podcast for you. Um, and, and actually I'll take a photograph a little bit later on and post it, uh, probably in the Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, go and have a look in my Facebook group. Uh, findyourfire.co.uk forward slash podcast. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's where the podcast is. That's where you've found this obviously findyourfire.co.uk forward slash podcast group or facebook group they all go to the same place it's absolutely fine um, and i'll post the photograph in there uh, that's also where you can ask me questions about future podcasts or about podcasts that i've done in the past so um, if you want to interact with us better then uh, head on over to the group and join us there for further discussions um, so yes yeah, so when i was getting um, ready this morning i spotted a post from uh, ashley louise james who uh, on instagram who was a model, I think she was in the Big Brother house just recently, um, not sure how I started following her, and it was a post about the, uh, and it was uh, an Instagram, um, I guess it's uh, movement I suppose, uh, and it's at uh, I underscore way, uh, and it's all about body image uh, and so forth, and, and it was interesting reading her 
post because it was a lot of things that you might not know about her um, but as different from her, her looks. And then I went and had a look at the iWay um, profile and all the tags in there and there was loads of women in there saying all about the, the other parts of their lives that are important to them that are not necessarily about their looks. Um, and uh, it's a very good point because um, uh, there is one of those, that's one of those things about uh, society these days is that uh, there's a lot of emphasis on looks um, and not quite so much emphasis on um, people, as, people as people. Um, so yeah, it's uh, something worth, worth looking into. Um, so that was really cool. Um, I'll post a link to her profile and her picture uh, underneath somewhere. Uh, and then I, well, as I was about to come off, I, I flicked to somebody else's, and I can't remember who, whose profile this was on because it changed before I had a chance to clock who it was, but there was a photograph on there and it said, once upon a time, there was a woman who discovered that she had become the wrong person. And I thought it was very apt to what I was about to talk about because um, obviously there are lots of people in the world, not just women, men as well, and I'm certainly one of those people. You grow up and you believe that you should be a certain way because the people in your life are telling you that you should be a certain way. And then at some point in your life, you become enlightened and you recognize that actually maybe that's not who I am and that's not who I should be because that's just me living up to everybody else's rules and expectations of me. And, and that's obviously what I'm talking about here is that I have these, all these um, beliefs and expectations about the people, about how, who I should be and how I should uh, run my life um, based on what I believe other people want me to do or what other people have even told me to do. Um, in my last podcast, when I was being interviewed by Monica about my, um, how, I, how I'd fallen into depression, um, which came about because I was getting anxious about talking to uh, girls I was attracted to uh, in bars and clubs and, and so forth. Um, and most of that had come about because, um, uh, sorry, the, the anxiety had come about because I was trying to fit in uh, and trying to say, no, no, let, me, let me rewind slightly. Because I was having so much bad luck, I then started to try and interpret why I was having bad luck. And I started trying to live my life in a way that might be more acceptable to the people around me, that might get me more friends, that might get me, uh, get girls interested in me uh, and so forth. So I started trying to put on this persona and trying to do things right in the right way. Um, and it was causing me a lot of stress to, um, to try and keep up this, 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 this idea of, as to who I should be. Um, and, uh, and that became very prevalent uh, in a conversation I had in a bar with uh, once at a, a social event, uh, after I'd sorted all this problem out, of course. And uh, I was sitting between two girls and they were having a eh, argument, heated discussion, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what you describe it as, uh, about uh, getting texts from boys that they're dating and uh, when would be the right time for, for somebody to text them. And the girl on my left was saying that um, if somebody texted her faster than a week after the date, she would think they were too needy and clingy and that she wouldn't be interested in them. And then the girl on my right was saying, what? That's crazy. I think if he's not texting me the next day, I think he's not interested in me and therefore I wouldn't be interested in him. I think it's actually okay to text me the night of the date to say, thank you, I had a really nice time. And they're having this big conversation and saying, oh my God, and the lady on my left was saying, um, no, no, you, you shouldn't, definitely shouldn't text. And of course I was sitting in the middle going, well, as a bloke, what am I supposed to do? Because there's one girl on my left telling me not to text for a week, and there's a girl on my right telling me that texting the night of the date is okay. Uh, and it, it was a very sort of blinding flash of the obvious at that point when I realized that what I should do is what I want to do. And then what'll happen is that I'll attract 
the people who like who I am and not who I'm trying to be. So in that particular case, I'd be the sort of person to say, to text immediately and say, hi, I had a great time last tonight. Uh, we'd love to see you again at some point. Um, and, uh, but not expect a response straight away, obviously. And then I might text back the next day saying, hey, I, I've got some free time on, say, Thursday. Do you want to meet up again? That would be kind of cool. That would be my kind of what I would like to do um, if I had a nice, successful date with somebody and I really enjoyed the, their company. Uh, now, obviously, if I sent that to the first girl on my left who was um, who didn't want to text within a week, she'd be thinking I was all needy and clingy and wouldn't be interested. But then that would just indicate that she is not the right girl for me. Um, whereas the girl on my right would be thinking, oh, what a lovely bloke. He really cares about me and cares about me. And, and, uh, and he, so she would be the sort of person who would like me because of the way I texted. Um, and then she would be liking me for who I was and not necessarily who I was trying to be. Um, and then, of course, long term, that must, that's a much easier fit because um, I then don't have to think to myself, oh, what should I be doing in this circumstances? What's the right thing? What would she want me to do? Um, I can just do what I want to do and think the way I want to think. And because she fell in love with the huh, a bit presumptive that she'd fall in love with me. But anyway, let's assume she had fallen in love with me, um, that, uh, that she would be falling in love with me for who I am and not for who I was portraying and therefore <clears throat> anything I did I wouldn't have to second guess what she wanted because it would she I know I would know that she would want me to be me and be the the person that who I really am the person that she fell in love with and I think that's a lot of time problems with um with relationships is that um guys in particular will put on a uh, a front um when meeting a girl for the first time actually I think probably women will do it as well because you put on the makeup you dress up you make yourself look beautiful and everything um, and then there's this whole sort of honeymoon period where you're making all the effort for each other and then a, a few weeks down the line or whatever you start not trying to put so much effort in and then people start going hey wait a minute, this isn't the person I fell in love with this is the you know the, the real behind the scenes person and and I'm not sure I like the real behind the scenes person as much as the fake person who I fell in love with in the first place and you go well hang on there's a disconnect going on here um, I haven't really thought this line of thinking through at all because this is I'm, I'm freestyling now and I'm going off on one uh, wasn't the plan for this this talk but uh, I think it's very relevant and I think that's part of the, the, the joy of, of me doing these podcasts is, is me thinking about uh, what's going on in my life and, and relating it back to psychology and how it can work for maybe you in your life. Um, and this actually then comes back to what I was saying before is I'm just being me in this. I've had a lot of people telling me um, how I should do my podcasts and how um, and what I should say and, and how I should... Um, edit it professionally and all this kind of stuff and and I'm just doing this like raw uh, so I'm sitting in a forest right now as like I said at the beginning recording this on my mobile phone um, with uh, at least I still hope I'm I guess I'm still recording um, on my mobile phone with a an external a lapel microphone with a with a, a fuzzy thing on the top of it to stop the wind from uh, causing problems with the sound um, but I haven't got a big setup for this podcast it's no no special stuff required the last podcast you listen to uh, was taken from a, a Facebook live feed, for example. Um, I have played around with the settings here to try and make sure that I'm actually recording in a decent quality. Um, and I've had to record it in a .wav file instead of a .mp4 so that I can upload it straight into Anchor, which is my um, platform. But that's a free platform as well. Um, so I'm not having to pay for that. So again, I'm just kind of doing it raw. Um, I'm editing my own podcast. So any of the stuff that you see on here is, is all me doing using a, pro a free product called Audacity. Um, so to a certain extent, what I'm doing here is showing you how you can do a podcast for basically free. It's not costing me anything to do this podcast. So, um, and that's just me being me and being, and being real to, to what I want to do. 
Um, there are people out there, obviously, who want to do a professional job of it and they have people to help out and they've got a bit of money to spend on it and that's fine, but I don't. And I want to do it real and raw. Um, and to a certain extent, I want you to hear the, the trees in the background and the birds tweeting. There's no birds tweeting today, actually, which is quite interesting because there usually is. Um, uh, so I want, I want you to be able to hear that kind of rawness and, and realness. Uh, and also when I go off topic and start talking about the things that I want to talk about um, without having to worry about um, what I'm saying, whether it's the right thing to be saying, etc, uh, etc. Et I also don't want to have to worry about my timings. I'm, I've had a couple of people making comments about me saying, oh, uh, this was only supposed to be 20 minutes and, uh, and it's a bit distracting when I'm talking about that. And, um, and they're right. And, and, uh, so that's another good point of that. You can listen to people's advice and then you can think to yourself, is that advice something I want to take on or not? Um, and then you should do what feels right to you. So for me, I think that was good advice, uh, not to talk about the time, not worry about the time. So last week's um, episode was a, a good 60 minutes, and good, you know, just over an hour, um, which was probably possibly too long, but you know, it was what it was, and that's how long it took to do the talk. Um, and I think the one before was a, quite a bit shorter, it was like 18 minutes, and today's I have no idea how long it's gonna be because I'm not even gonna bother worrying about the time, I'm just gonna talk until I'm finished, uh, and then I'm gonna stop, and I'm at 12 minutes right now. So there you go. And I'm also not going to edit this because I've recorded it as a WAV on my phone so I can upload it straight into Anchor. And so this recording hopefully will be live um, in the next hour or so. It's currently 1 p.m. on Wednesday the 15th of August, I guess it is today. Um, and next week, interestingly, off on a tangent again, uh, I am driving from Edinburgh down to London on a charity bike ride. So if you're listening to this and it's not happened yet then uh, check that out i'll put a link again in the group so go to findyourfire.co.uk forward slash facebook group um or podcast group if you like it's the same place um and uh, and i'll put the link in there as to what i'm doing next week so i'm going to be doing a tour so if you're and again if you, any of you live anywhere near where we're going to be going we're going from edinburgh to london and we're going through newcastle york nottingham leicester um uh milton Keynes and sort of luteny direction down towards uh, Great Ormond Street Hospital, which is who the charity we're doing it for is. Um, and uh, and I'll, what I'm gonna be doing during that, hopefully, is obviously doing some, some lives and so forth along the way, but I'm also hopefully gonna be recording the next series of podcasts, uh, because what I wanna do next is record the fifth, my 15 pillars and do a sort of extended explanation of my 15 pillars. Uh, you have to go back to, I think, episode two, where I do a summary of the 15 pillars. Um, but uh, I wanna have that bank sort of banked up so that um, should I ever miss a podcast you don't guys don't miss out um, and I can just draw on one of those if I need to post it because um, these should be out on uh, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night Wednesday morning so that you can listen to them on your commute into work on a Wednesday morning or whatever uh, just a midweek thing anyway so that's what I'm doing with that um, so back to the point and the topic of this which is the bullshit stories inside your head which we have touched on several times while I've been talking about this um, Part of the reason for doing this was that I had a, a bit of a um, conversation on Facebook yesterday with, uh, with somebody who I respect in the business world. And um, he was saying about, um, well, he was basically kind of denigrating people who uh, use things like ClickFunnels to um, create a product that then um, upgrades to a different product and then uh, and then upsells to another product and cross-sells. And there's a whole, the whole process around this, this ClickFunnels thing. Uh, and part of me has been holding back on doing those sorts of things because of criticism of that type of process. Um, but then I had to think about it and I thought to myself, do you know what, the interesting thing there is that I'm holding back from helping people with their anxiety and the depression and their mental, mental wellness 
um, because of, of people who sell unrealistic financial win goal stuff. So you know the guys who go and, and say, oh, here's me and my helicopter and my flash car and the hotels I'm hanging around in. I'm an internet entrepreneur. Buy my £2,000 course and I'll show you how you can be one too. And, and in essence, most of the time for those types of people when they're, they're selling that, I mean, there might be, there obviously are real, real people who are doing good jobs of that. Um, but a lot of the time they're just basically saying, what you do is you go online, you make it look like you've got loads of money and you entice people in and you sell them a £2,000 course to uh, show them how they can make the millions that you're making. And what you do is you basically teach them to do what you're doing. So it's a very sort of new version of a, of a chain letter in that respect. Um, back in the old days, we used to have these letters and you say, um, and actually, actually you may have seen these on Facebook just recently. It's like, uh, for the first 1 million people who send me one pound, I will send you my cheat sheet on how to make a million pounds on Facebook. Now, obviously, if a million people send me a pound, yeah, that would be great, and I'll make a million pounds. And then I send out a cheat sheet to them all and say, what you do is <laughs> go onto Facebook and say, for the first million people who give me a pound, I'll give you a cheat sheet on how to, how to make a pound. And that's how it used to be in the old days. You used to get a chain letter in the post. So, and it used to say, fantastic opportunity, um, how you can make a thousand pounds a month or something like that. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It's a thousand pounds from sending out letters like this or something like that. Um, send us £10 in the post and we'll send you back the instructions on how you can make £1,000. Uh, and of course you send the £10 out and what comes back and it says, here, print out this letter 10 times and send it out to, or 100 times and send it out to 100 people, 100 people that you know and, and ask them to send you £10 for the information on how to make a thousand pounds whatever it was and, and that's how you do it you get 100 people to give you 10 pounds and suddenly you've got a thousand pounds um it's the same process there uh, but what i realize is that actually whilst there are negative people who are doing that there are also people doing some really good stuff with 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 funnels as well um, and so that's what i'm going to be doing uh, i want to create a cheat sheet and actually if you've got any ideas as to what you would want uh, some help with that i can give away for free um, come into the group, um, I've mentioned it a couple of times already, <laughs> findyourfire.co.uk forward slash Facebook group, um, and tell me what, what it is you, what, what you want to hear, what you want help with um, going forward. Um, because I want to create a free product that you can, you can get. And there's some birds, by the way. Did you hear the birds just then? That was kind of cool. There you go. There's a bird. Come on, speak to us, birds. There we go. I have no idea what that bird is. But he's very excited about something, isn't he? Or she? Um, so yeah, so uh, give away a free product and then uh, on the next page of the, of the funnel what happens is it says, right, oh, you've got this fantastic free, free thing that you've, you've made some success from, it's already helped you out right away, um, why don't you have this other product that's this massive good value, and, um, and, uh, and it, but it's really low cost, so it's like a £10 thing that's, that's maybe a, a week-long course or something like that. Um, and then obviously you then go into the funnel where you get the full you know, 150 pound product or something like that, which is the next stage um, and say, well, if you're ready, when you're ready, and then you get into an email sequence and you get an email where I, I send out some value. This is, so this is business kind of 101 really. So I'm kind of giving you a bit of the behind the scenes as to how these things work. Um, so you can, you can spot things that are not useful for you, but then you can also see how things that are useful for you and what they're actually doing and why, why we're doing it. Um, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to prove value to you upfront and then say, right, well, now you've, I've proved to you that, that what I've got is useful to you, then you might be interested in spending some money to get this other stuff that's also going to be useful for you. Because obviously, without money, I can't really help you <laughs> going forward because money, money makes the world go round, as they say. Uh, and that's how these things work. <clears throat> so obviously, that's all, that's all part of that process. Um, and so I realized that actually I've been holding myself back for fear of being criticized for 
um, for using funnels. Um, and I don't want to do that anymore. So I want to move forward and move past that. Um, another little story um, about that was um, back in 2014, when I first started doing personal development stuff, um, I had a thing called a sunrise run blog. So I was going on Facebook every day. So I was going out for a run every day, every morning at sunrise, taking a photograph of sunrise or something else if, if you couldn't see the sunrise. Um, and then coming back and then writing about the things I thought about while I was on my run um, or the personal development book I was reading at the time or whatever it was. And I was doing this on Facebook every day and I was tagging in the people I was meeting and the you know, people I'd met the day before, I'd spoken to the day before. And I was getting loads and loads of engagement on Facebook and it was, people were liking it, it was, it was fantastic. And then somebody said to me, oh, do you know what you need, to do? you need to do, John, is you need to move that onto a WordPress platform so that then you can monetize it better and then you can own your content. So, because if Facebook ever, ever closes down, you're gonna lose all that content that you're posting. Um, and so I did, so I moved it onto WordPress and suddenly it became a real pain to, to update and I couldn't include photographs and I couldn't tag people like I wanted to tag people. And then I was having to go back into Facebook to try and say, go and read this thing in, outside of Facebook. And I, I, it just became such a, just a pain to do. Uh, and it wasn't much fun. Uh, and so I stopped doing it. And, and it's a real shame because it was a kind of a mo almost a movement that I got going that was really helping me and it was helping other people as well. Um, and I feel, I, feel, I feel bad that I stopped that now. Um, but of course the great thing now is we've got Facebook groups and, and actually in Facebook groups you get a much better kind of um, engagement and interaction uh, and also your audience can be much bigger as well so it's not just your friends and family um, watching you so um, so yeah so again we've talked about the Facebook groups a few times but crack on in there and uh, and we'll start doing some stuff in there some fun stuff and I might start doing my uh, my sunrise run blogs again uh, but I'll do it in my Facebook group uh, in future um, so that'll be kind of cool I'm also going to start doing some gratitude exercises, which is actually probably the first thing that anyone should do uh, if they're struggling with their mental wellness, is to start being a bit more grateful for the things that are in your life um, that are going on around you, because we can be grateful about anything. Joe Howarth, my friend Joe Howarth, has a really, really good talk about this, uh, about how you should be grateful for a cup of tea. Um, I'll add that into the show notes here as well, uh, if I remember all these things. Um, if I don't remember anything, go into the group, remind me and I'll put it into the show notes or I'll post it in the group as well. Um, uh, so yeah, um, so that was, that's, that's kind of a, a good story of the, about how I ended up not doing my Sunrise Run blogs anymore. Um, and I really need to start going to do those again. Um, and the final one, which was um, actually a, a, a post that um, a guy called Cros Crosley put on Facebook just recently. It was actually a really good one about having a clear mental image, which is something I talk about a lot in my um, Camino talks. Um, about having that clear vision as to what your goal is and, and where you're heading towards. And he does a great explanation. If I can find it and I link it in, I'll put it in the show notes again. Um, but it's a really good explanation as to how you can work with a, a, a clear mental image and a goal and how, and how it can work in your favor if you do it right. I've, never, I've really struggled a little bit with, with having that clear mental image, but he did a really, really good description of it. Um, but one of the things that he did say on there was that... Um, uh, oh, I can't remember how he phrased that issue, but anyway, somewhere in there, there was something that reminded me of something that I, I downloaded, a picture I downloaded off Facebook. Um, and it was a picture of these two kind of characters uh, on the side of a hill. And at the top of the hill, there was a sign that said, uh, goal. And, uh, and these two guys, these two characters were down the bottom of the hill and uh, they were trying to get to the top of the hill and they had on the back a massive rock. And when on the side of the rock, it said self-doubt. And one of them was saying to the other guy saying, you know what, I think maybe it might be easier to climb up this hill towards our goals if we put this rock down. Um, and that's exactly what this whole post, uh, podcast is about. Um, 
is that self-doubt that we have in our, in our heads, those, those negative bullshit stories, uh, they're the things that are stopping us from getting to our goals. Uh, and we need to recognize that we have those stories inside our heads and question whether or not they're right or whether somebody else has put them there and they're actually not fulfilling us and, and moving us forward and helping us move towards our goals in the right kind of way. So I'm going to end with that quote from Jordan Belfort again to try and remind you as to, uh, uh, as to how this is going on. So, and actually, actually no, before I do that, um, if anybody is out there struggling with depression and anxiety and these types of things, then I'm sure you will probably recognize if you're listening to this podcast that um, you have stories inside your head that, that tell you why you can't do the things that you need to be doing to move yourself forward. Um, because the 15 pillars that I talked about in episode two are really important for helping you to move forward. And there are daily activities that you should, that, that would help you to, to improve your life and make you feel better and reprogram your brain to, to recognize the good stuff that's going on around you and not the good stuff and all, and all the bad stuff and the negative, avoiding all the negatives. Um, which is why at the end of my podcast, I always say, uh, um, helping you avoid the negatives and look forward to the positives or whatever it is the phrase I use. Um, so yeah, so recognize those, those negative voices inside your head uh, that are telling you you can't do stuff and, uh, and question whether or not what they're saying is actually true or not. Uh, and look inside your soul. Meditation is really good for this, to, for finding out what's inside your soul um, and, and obviously understanding your breathing. Actually, again, <laughs> another one on Instagram. Um, uh, I was listening to my friend, um, well, I say friend, somebody I follow on, on Instagram. I'm hoping she'll be my friend one day, uh, Emily Hartridge. Um, I must <laughs> have to post, uh, pin this podcast in here and say, I mentioned you in my podcast. <clears throat> so Emily's um, uh, uh, all about mental wellness as well. And she went through some anxiety a long time ago. She definitely follow her on Instagram. She's absolutely hilarious. She does loads and loads of uh, daily posts and, uh, and she's fantastic. And actually somebody else to listen to as well as Re Regina Breach um, uh, over in America. She's really cool. And, uh, and she's the one that actually helped me with uh, meditation once upon a time as well, which all came originally because we, we connected through a guy called Kyle Cease who's a, uh, an ex-stand-up comic in America who, who's now doing personal development stuff and is kind of my hero, really, because he does almost exactly what I would like to do, which is hire out a big theatre for a weekend and have 300 people in there and do a kind of unscripted, unplanned two days of personal development stuff where you're working with the people in the room and really helping them to understand um, how, to, uh, how to improve their lives and, and get everybody working together. It would be really cool to be able to do that, but of course, you've got to have 300 people in the room you know, paying you like 100-odd pounds uh, to make that worthwhile, which then brings us back to the funnels again. Uh, so obviously, if I even give you value for free online through these podcasts um, and, uh, and give you some, uh, some low-cost value, then you can see how good everything is. And then you think, to yourself, you know what? I really would like to spend the weekend with John in, um, in a hotel um, and, uh, or a conference center, I suppose, uh, and, and learn from him and spend weekend having some fun and just, just living, uh, having a great, great time, just like Kyle does. And that would be fantastic. Why was I talking about that? I've got completely off track, haven't I? Um, Regina Breach. Um, uh, oh, Emily Hartridge. So Emily uh, yeah, big into her mental wellness uh, and stuff. And uh, she had a bit of a wobble last week. And uh, she's feeling better now. But then she went to this guy called uh, The Breath Guy. I think it's called The Breath Guy. Again, I'll have to check that out and put it in the show notes again. But um, uh, I think it's The Breath Guy on Instagram. And uh, really kind of cool. He talks about how breathing is important to you and how, and I just, I've been looking through his Instagram uh, yesterday and it does some really, really cool stuff around understanding why your breath is useful and how to do it. I teach a breathing exercise called um, five, six, seven, eight, 
uh, and there was a thing in there about apparently a, a really well-known yoga breathing exercise is a four, seven, eight, I think it is, breath breathing sequence or something, which is interesting. So I came up with this four, five, six, seven, eight breath. I have no idea where it came from. It may have been prompted by <laughs> the four, seven, eight. I have no idea. Um, but if you're ever struggling with anything, then that, that breathing exercise is a really cool thing to do. Um, briefly, giving you value here, um, what you do is you basically, I start off with a pause for five seconds and it makes more sense when you get to the end of the sequence later on as to why that makes sense. Start off with a pause for five seconds, breathe in for six seconds, hold for seven seconds, breathe out for eight seconds, and then pause for five seconds. And then obviously breathe in for, for six, hold for seven, breathe out for eight, and then back to five and six, seven, eight. And so you just do that two or three times. And what that's doing actually is it's uh, opening up your lungs and allowing you to breathe in more oxygen. But also that eight breath on the outside is actually getting rid of more carbon dioxide um, from your lungs. So it's allowing you to breathe out fully um, and it can, it can really help you with your uh, anxiety if you're struggling with anxiety because um, as I will explain when I come on to breathing as one of my 15 pillars, I think that's uh, number three. Um, if you, uh, when you're anxious, you tend to breathe shallow and, uh, and of course what that means is you're not getting enough oxygen into your lungs and therefore you're not getting oxygen into your brain. So therefore your, your cognitive abilities are impaired somewhat um, if you're not thinking straight. And uh, when I had my big anxiety attack in 2012, which I talked about in one of my earlier podcasts, um, one of the things that my friend Mark Griffiths told me was you just need to slow down your breathing and take some deeper breaths. And that's what exactly what I did. So I took some deeper breaths, slowed it all down. Uh, and then suddenly my brain kind of cleared from the fog of the anxiety attack that I was having and allowed me to think clearly and figure out what was going on with my life and how to move forward. So anyway, uh, another little anecdote. There you go. How long have I been talking for? No clue whatsoever. 29 minutes. There you go. It's almost half an hour. Um, told you I wasn't going to worry about time on this one. <laughs> so I'm going to finish with that quote now, finally. Um, and I hope I haven't left any too, too many loose ends uh, on this podcast again. If I have, come to the Facebook group and follow us there. Find your, find your fire.co.uk forward slash Facebook group. Um, so that quote from uh, Jordan Belfort was, and here it is coming up now, any second now, bring it up. Okay. The only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't achieve it. And that bullshit story comes from other people around you. It's not from you. It's not your bullshit story. It's somebody else's bullshit story. As my friend Richard Wilkins will tell you, that's the script telling you you can't do stuff and don't do that. So the only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't have it. That's the, that's the quote. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, like I said, it is about two minutes long. Oh, and uh, I, I hope I'll remember to say this in the, um, the music session that comes at the end of this, but if you're not on anchor then you can't hear the music i'm really sorry you can go and look it up on spotify if you want the, the tunes I'll, I'll i'll refer you to um but if you want to listen to it you can go to anchor.fm forward slash john v denley and listen to the uh, the episode there or at least the end of the episode and then you get the music in there so okay thanks very much guys thanks for listening and uh, look forward to seeing you next week and uh, if you're anywhere near uh, bike ride next week come and say hi bye for now Thanks for listening. I am, of course, John V. Denley, your mental fitness mentor, helping you find your fire by avoiding the negatives and staying focused on the positives. You can find me as John V. Denley on any social media platform, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube by searching for John V. Denley. That's J-O-H-N-V-D-E-N-L-E-Y. Until next time, remember to focus on the positives and keep smiling.
Hello, I hope you uh, enjoyed that episode. And as has now become tradition on my podcast, I'm now going to add a song to the end of the broadcast. However, I have discovered that if you're not listening on anchor.fm, then you can't hear the music, which is a bit frustrating. Um, so you'll either have to look up the music yourself on Spotify or YouTube or listen on anchor.fm forward slash John V. Denley. So anyway, today's song is Who Says from Selena Gomez. And it's a song all about uh, asking the question, who says you can't do stuff? Who says you can't be who you want to be? Um, who says you have to be a certain way? Uh, it's a brilliant song in that respect and obviously very relevant to the podcast that you've just listened to. So um, if you're on anchor.fm, enjoy the music. If you're not, then I'm afraid you're going to have to go and look up somewhere else. Um, I'll try and add a link actually in the show notes to the song if I can maybe find it on YouTube or something like that. Okay, anyway, uh, enjoy the song. It's Who Says from Selena Gomez. Bye for now. <laughs> 